It's the Dillcast episode 397, Ass Aster. And this week, guys, we talk Saints Row 4, Monster Hunter World, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, Bloodstained, and Control. Stay tuned. And Zuster. She frosted me like a cake. Out of sync. (laughs) Yep. Well, was the whole dog chewing and then Rusty going. And go. (laughs) I gave you five seconds. It's the tilt cast. And we're back. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Hey, it's been a. Oh yeah. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. Yeah. It has been, and oh. it is 9.35 on October 18th. And you're? Jason. I'm Rusty. Nas. Okay. And we're back. And if you've, to the uninitiated, we are an M-rated show, oh. which means that you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit, and you're going to get some games and some news games and news. some fun. Game news. Maybe some fart jokes. Who knows? Possibly. Possibly. Actually, that fart joke, it wasn't really, it was just a fart it, situation. It was, it was, yeah, it, it was, was. a disaster. It was, a, it was really <laughs> a disaster. disaster. <laughs> An ass disaster. And, yeah. Oh, God. An ass disaster. A disaster <laughs> is a title that I just wrote down. Two S's. Oh, ass. My. Aster. It's, it looked like an ass eater. <laughs> it's like, wait, that wasn't what I was No, no, it's definitely not what happened. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the chiropractor. Uh, we I, might get into some butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the chiropractor just that's yesterday. Right. Beat me up, Scotty. Yeah, be, yeah, that's right. Getting back out. <laughs> wow, that was perfect timing. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So uh, the uh, the chiropractor said, "Nah, now we don't need to see you anymore. <laughs> Please get out of my office." Hey, so. <laughs> Very quickly, I want to get into uh, what I'm pissed about right now. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm just going to say because it's not doing me any good right now. Yeah, it's an MSI X570 Gaming Pro board. Gaming Pro, yep. Um, has been giving me nothing. Gaming but, Plus, sorry. Gaming Plus has been giving me nothing but ass issues. Yeah, it's been it's been a nightmare. Yeah, so like nightmare. We put it together fairly quick, and I mean, none of us are novices. Now, none of us are like if you're gonna rate us on a one to ten, we're probably about an eight. Yeah, Rusty's about a nine. Me and Jason are probably eights. Yeah, Um, Rusty's the only one that actively has to do PC troubleshooting all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Um, But we put it together, did a really good cable management job, and had everything like together in what it was, you know, about an hour. I had it. Aside from like slowly opening the packaging and admiring the new pieces, and yeah, well, I mean, you know, you, you do that. You right. have to. You gotta. You gotta get that. Uh, uh, you gotta new get chip out the smell, disco, man. You gotta get the disco ball out as you start to watch the different angles for the board you're putting in. Yeah, and it's not one of those boards that's like sparkly or anything. It was no, just. It's a basic, it's very clean, very clean black board. Yeah, um, had that NVMe in it, and that seems to be performing pretty well. Yeah. So it means the drive is working fine. Yeah. But um, I cannot. It started with not being able to restart, which progressed into not staying on very long. So we didn't have a lot of time to test it. Me and right. you dicked with it till about 2 a.m. And I was like, yeah. I think I can get the audio issues fixed up because we weren't really 
stress testing it at all. No. We were all just we were doing is we just heard it go. Yeah. Right? And you're just like, okay, there's probably some weird audio driver issue. I'll figure that out. Or there's a loose cable. Yeah. Um, not the case. I rooted that out very quickly the next morning because I was being OCD about it. Like, I got up like, kid at Christmas, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to play some games. Right? And just part of the reason why there was a little bit of delay on posting. Um, so, anyways, long story short. Um, that was not the case. I dove in and stress tested it and immediately rebooted. I was like, well, that's fucked up. Oh, that's no good. Um, I dicked with power settings. I dicked with power management settings. I dicked with something called latency mon, which I think works very well if you yeah. need to understand audio latency. Helped me point me towards some drivers that were causing some issues, uh, which I fixed. Um, reinstalled Windows twice, thinking it was a driver issue. Wow. Um, but, you know, nowadays, reinstalling Windows doesn't take that long. No. But, now that you've, and we've, yeah. me and you flashed BIOS the night before. Yeah. Um, I went through changing power settings. I went through um, flashing CMOS and then going through and setting default settings. I went through and changed the power management plan on there. I went through and changed a whole shitload of things trying to figure out what was going on, even turning off overclocked, changing my XMP profile. Yeah. And then something finally clicked looking through forums that said these symptoms of the weird audio issues and the stuttering screen and the weird artifacting it's like it could be your graphics card and i was like no no and then i found another page that said it could also be your ram i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) a little more manageable yes (laughs) so i you know pulled ram reinserted ram unseated the board reseated everything in the board Checked my PSU. I went through with a voltometer and checked my PSU. Wow. Um, there you go. Checking to see if there was anything dead. Not the case. And then nope. that was after I'd posted on our secret forum. And you, you, you followed up with me later saying, yeah, that's not the case. Because no, we not. have the same PSU. Yeah. And it's super overkill for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 850 way, watt gold. Way overkill. Has all the right connectors. Yeah. It's, it, it's more connectors than I need. Right. And anyways, so I finally got into RAM timing, and I got the RAM timing to change the XMP profile. Okay, without getting too nerdy. XMP is just basically like takes your RAM past uh, like 2,000 and some change megahertz, right? Yeah. Anyways, did you have to enable that nowadays to get past that 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 spot? Right. Um, yeah. So with that enabled, I also manually set my timing on my ram and that runs very stably except except now it doesn't restart and rusty thinks it's a back capacitor so i just put in the rma right before we walk yeah. in the room so now i'm sad now you're now you're sad because now you have to rebuild your computer again that means i can't use it for a week yeah well yeah as soon as you get the yeah as soon as you get the information for it uh so that you can get it shipped yeah, uh, it doesn't make any sense to tear it down now. You know, if it at least halfway runs this weekend, halfway run it this weekend. Because right now the only thing that's, you know, the capacitor problem, I I believe, is the major reason for the re, uh, not restarting. The major cause of concern right now isn't necessarily stability anymore now that he's made all these changes. It is the fact that it will not reboot. It's now, just crazy that I had to dick with that so much. And and that's the that's the other thing. Looking at it from you know like, just from I'm a just... hardware standpoint, I'm looking at it as if you take a uh, a part that you pick up out of the box, throw it in a case, 
put the RAM in there, put the chip in there, and and go, you should not have any problems at all at stock. That's the way it's supposed to be. We had problems out of the box. Yeah. It didn't want to reboot. Uh, it didn't want a warm reboot. It did, it had audio oh, fuck. issues. You know what I just realized? I'm going to have another issue with getting Windows to work with a new motherboard if I have to get a... Not a and you don't have to worry about that. You've got a key, so don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, the, yeah, I had to get a, I had to get a fucking windows key. Yeah. Cause you know, cause keep your keys kids. Cause windows is no, you know, no longer, uh, giving out, you know, temporary keys or anything like that. You have to have a key. You, I, and I don't think they even care if it is a windows seven, windows eight, windows freaking Vista. I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's seven or eight, but, uh, you have to have a valid and key. There, I have a picture yeah. of that key at this point. So yeah. there is, there is no deleting that picture. Yeah, because it is saved to a cloud. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> there you the go. Um, yeah, it's so yeah. Nerdiness aside, that man it has been a fucking shitty week for my computer. And he, every single day, and you come home and you want to relax, and then you dick with it again. Yeah, well, you, you spend most of your time. I on spent your... my entire fucking weekend yeah. dicking with this. Yeah, I didn't get to do much fun. No, that's... like I. That sucks. I, mean, I got that... depressed about it, like mildly depressed. Yeah. Right? I was just like, man, I guess I'm just going to play the dog. <laughs> now you know what I feel like every single day. And so uh, I just... <laughs> and then I got back to work Monday. I was like, damn, this just... I didn't do anything. I didn't... It's, I... it's draining, dude. Yeah. Uh, and it... So I, I did end up getting to play a game with uh, Carousel John and... Um, Dave, which I've only been on the show once. Yeah. Um, and actually, I guess he's not known by Carousel John right now. If you listen to Pupcast, uh, Boston from TVGP Sidecast, um, you will hear John on that. I guess we just need to start pimping out Pupcast. There you go. So anyways, yeah, he's on Pupcast once a, week, or once a month. Anyways, long story short, um, we played a game, board game called Wasteland, uh, which was a weird trading slash combat very Mad Max style game um, where you complete quests in order to complete the game. Now, John was very excited because we got to punch out the board for it because it was in the box still. Oh, yeah. And we got to go through and you That's know, a very put all the time. pieces together. It took us about two hours because there's five billion pieces. But when we got through all of that, we got to get through about six rounds. So this, I went over there about seven on Tuesday and left at about 11. Uh, we got through about six rounds or so, a full turn, I think. And basically the way that it plays out, though, is you have a modular board that you set up, and then you set up these little cards in each of the spots, and you set up on each of the corners, you set up a, you know, a Mad Max-style monster truck with some cargo in it. And each of these little pit stops in between these hexagonal boards, which is where you put the little deals, have a resource tile on it or a resource tile that you can buy on it. And they also have a quest card that you can pick up. And so you pick up the resources to trade to make money to get yourself additional items for your Mad Max vehicle. And you make that money sometimes uh, by, do by doing that or by quests. Or you, uh, you defeat the raiders to get items so that you can um, sell those items for cash to upgrade your car. Um, I went straight for one of the raiders and lost most of my health and then ended up getting the cargo and selling off the cargo to make double my profit, uh, but also had to pay money to heal. Um, 
after you get it set up, though, the game is pretty simple to play. Um, I think that we're thinking about playing it again next month and playing through a full session because I think I could teach anybody and remember the rules uh, really easily. Like when you go attack the raider, you just pull from the raider, you know, vehicle deck, flip it over. It tells you the number you have to beat on the roll. The roll, the dice are custom dice, so it's not like a, it's a six-sided die, but like it only goes up through three. And so it might have a six on there. So you got to roll two threes to beat that six. Uh, or it might have a seven on there. If it has a seven on there, you have to have an extra dice to, or an extra die to beat it. And there are different modifier cards that give you additional dice. Ah, uh, Okay. And there's also like terrain modifiers, like going across an area with radiation. I take one damage for going across that if I don't roll the radiation die right. So, all sorts of little nifty things. Uh, it's a very modular game. Um, I think you could probably get through a game. Well, I don't know how long you could get through a game session. We got through a turn in about 40 minutes because it's a turn is like five of your individual turns per person. So, wow. Okay. Um, what I, I came away with that from game. is I borrowed a couple things from John, so I'm going to watch the Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren? Lundgren whatever, yes, uh, Masters of the Universe, because I uh, have never course. seen that. Are you kidding? You haven't what? seen that? Yeah, so he has it on, he had it on DVD. What? He said with it's a special the... kind of bad that I need to check out. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh. You thought, you thought like the... You thought Skeletor in the cartoon was oh. horrible? Wait till you see him in Masters of the Universe. Oh, but that was the best part of the movie, man. I'm telling you, it's so, like the best part. So, I will get you, man. <laughs> I'm thinking about when Jessica gets back, because she's such a big fan of him and He-Man, that I might watch that with her if oh, she probably hasn't already seen it. That's... <laughs> That's amazing. I, when you're in a relationship, sometimes you come up with these like cheat card scenarios. Oh, Dolph the, is her cheat card. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, if I lost out the Dolph Hutz, I guess I'm okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, are, are you really sure you're okay with losing out to old Dolph now? Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. Dolph's not exactly who he used yeah, to be. He's not quite in his prime anymore. Yeah, he's probably 60-something. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, he and Stallone are... Well, basically Stallone's in his seventies. Like Stallone's basically dead. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a new Rambo movie out. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, um, and then I also borrow Control, oh, which I'll go into later. Speaking I'm of new movies, yeah, getting old. The Jay and Silent Bob reboots out. Uh, what? Huh? So apparently, it's only uh, right now. It's a Fathom event. Okay. So it was like a limited release. All right, but. but I know several people that have seen it. Yeah. And they all said it? it's everything you want it to be. Is it straight to Blu-ray in a couple months kind of thing? I have no idea. Um, this is all... I couldn't find much as far as uh, whether or not it's going to come to So all of us 80s, 90s release kids are yet or probably not. Are pretty okay with this. Wait. Now, this is... Okay, J- all right. I, I'm trying to f- I'm trying to picture this here. This is a Jay and Silent Bob. You said it was a reboot. Yeah, you got to tell me. A that's little what. Bit. That's what. That's it, what its name. Oh, Jay that's what Bob I, reboot, and that okay. makes perfect sense. Yeah, for them, that's assholes. fine because um, yeah. Jason Mewes has got to be like 50 now, isn't he? God, why? Uh, why do you in, have to bring this up? 
I always feel older every time you're like, oh, you're heroes, you're fucking, you know, you're, you're, you know, the people that you He's looked in up his to late in movies. 40s. Smith is in his 50s. Okay. I mean, yeah. fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking old. But Ben Affleck, Jason Briggs, and Jason Lee all make appearances. Of course, because all, all, all Smith has to do is call up Affleck and be like, yeah. I'm I need you to be an asshole for two hours. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'll uh, I'll stop being Batman for a little bit. <laughs> Actually, they, uh, um, you know, they were on on the outs for quite a while. Uh, well, they've historically had, yeah. you know, quite a few movies together, and yeah, there's, yeah, <laughs> I don't know the whole. Well, I don't keep. Basically, up with fucking... it was around the time. Ben married Jennifer Garner. They had, yeah, whatever. You know, can that um, is some that that's some fucking. But the event was only the fifteenth and yesterday. Okay, and they have so yet it... to release any further dates. What's a fathom event mean? Fathom events is uh, one of those like limited limited release things. So they uh, um, do stuff like. Uh, crap what's some of the what's some of the fucking events that they've done before um is it at a theater i am supposed oh yeah it was all at the uh the amc theater and the cinemark on down but down here on 71st oh so it was in town down the street okay um fathom is basically a company that does special limited releases for certain movies uh or events so like some of the stuff they've done before was like a uh a glenn beck event they've done um uh, yeah presidential debates in theaters okay. stuff like that okay. yay things i guess not nearly as interesting to me uh right. oh, yeah um they've uh done simulcasts of some comic con stuff in the past Stuff like that. Okay. Makes sense. That's a very Kevin Smithian. Yeah. I wonder if he had a really Basically, low budget he's for doing... He's like, I'm, I could still do this. This <laughs> one is all, like, independent. Yeah. So, there hasn't been a whole lot of uh, news on whether or not the movie's actually getting a wide release or not before it goes to video. That's fine. I mean... It's not the first time Kevin's put together something on like a couple bucks, and <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I, I this just, is basically I, a passion project he started after his heart attack yeah. last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he probably just right. said, "I'm going to write some jokes so and some situations, like, and we're going to turn this into a movie." Because I did that with Clerks a million years ago. Yeah, I remember yeah. Clerks being a thing. Yeah, they basically threw like this. That, Everything's in two locations. Yeah. It was like a borrowed location, even, I think. Um, it was. <laughs> yeah, like we're going to shoot at the weekends at the 7 Eleven or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. They they basically threw the movie together in like a couple of couple of months, right? Yeah. Did all the filming and stuff. So. And yeah, I don't think anybody really got like paid that much for it or. This makes you feel old. This is Jason Lee now. 
<laughs> I I just felt a gray hair pop into my head. It was Are crazy. You... <laughs> He's almost 50. Oh, my God. Oh, well, at least I have a hair on my head now. <laughs> and, uh, of course, the... Uh... The main premise behind behind the movie is that Jay and Silent Bob are trying to stop the movie studio from doing a female reboot of Blunt Man and Chronic. Okay, so I mean, I can right. That's an interesting premise, but... and that's where Jason Lee comes in, right? Because he was the writer of that comic yeah yeah so, yeah um yeah, yeah but from everything i've i've heard it's it's everything you would want it to be okay well i need to be able to see it and In, seeing including it... matt damon playing loki from dogma okay now i need to see it <laughs> and uh... because of course all of that happened all of that happened within the same movie universe. Yeah. Yeah. Most so, most of Kevin's movies are all in that same I like spot. most of Kevin's movies. Not all of them. Most of yeah, them. Yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of Dogma. Yeah, Dogma's, you know, Dogma's fun just because of the fact that it, yeah, it, it makes lights of things uh, as, as it can. Well, um, Doc, Dogma and Clerks 2 were like crowning of achievements. See, I didn't like Clerks 2 at all. You didn't? No. I did. I, I'm yeah, I'm with it. Jason on this. Uh, I loved it. Now, I love the original Clerks. Don't get me wrong. But the... Um, something about the original Clerks just feels right, though. Oh, it's... yeah, and it still does. I mean, for me, my my top four... Kevin Smith movies and, and Mall, are you got Mallrats too cause... are uh, are Clerks Clerks two Mallrats and Dogma fucking <laughs> she's got right. a third nipple <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that um, movie. <laughs> and, and of course you know close behind that is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and and whatnot yeah that was About, pretty fun. About the only, uh, I about the only movie of, of his I don't really enjoy is Jersey Girl. I'll yeah, even yeah. watch. I'll even watch Chasing Amy. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, but Chasing Amy doesn't hold up in today's climate very no. well. No, it doesn't. No. Um, I mean, I even like his more serious, you know. His more serious did cabin movie in the woods he did, or something uh, like that. Uh, Red State. Red, Red State. State. That's right. Yep, that's right. Yeah. A lot of people hated that movie. I thought it was pretty good. She's so. nesting. I see. Okay. Hear random noises in the background. It's my dog and her her uh, puppy bed that is too small for her, but she still likes to lay in. She digs into it, checks out all the corners, and then she'll curl but, up here in a minute. Okay. Of course, in true Kevin Smith fashion, his daughter plays Jay's uh, uh Jay's daughter. Oh. Jay's estranged oh. daughter. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say because something weirder. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Oh wait, he did that one sex movie spoof that was hilarious. What the hell was that called? Fuck. 
Oh, uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. That movie is fucking that hilarious. That movie is incredible. Not to watch with children. Yeah, it's, no. Um, it's just no. a lot of porno jokes. It, it, it is. You like a it's not in my top. <laughs> yeah, it's not my in my top That's, five. I have so many movies. special memories of that movie because I rented it thirty-seven times at my ex's house before I moved back to Oklahoma. Because, well. Long story short, I got in a really bad situation where I really hated the person I was with for really good reason. <laughs> and as I was serving out my last night there, I continued to hit rent on that and continued to hit rent on that and continued to hit rent. And this was before <laughs> pay-per-view was smart. Um, so it asked me to confirm purchase 37 times. I remember counting this. <laughs> 37. For $5.99. And I was like, you bitch. There is. There is only one phrase you need to know from that movie. <laughs> Bitch frosted me like a cake. That it is was... right. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the the whole event and delivery of that line, I pissed myself. It was so hilarious at the time I watched it the first time. I was like, in fact, oh, God. I own that movie, but it's currently in a box of because course. it'd be bad if. Yeah, so it's really found it's not, that. Do you have any special skills? Well, it's not I really can shoot and, a ping pong ball. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I think the best thing about it is it makes fun of B-rate porn. Oh yeah, it's, it's not. Oh, I yeah. actually went into it hoping there was more TNA. There's not really much no, TNA in on it. It's, it's just all porn jokes. It is. It's it is. And if you've watched any porn, which ninety eight percent of the population has, yeah, yeah, you start to get yeah, all the stupid spoof references that it has. But, I mean, they did get they did get Katie Morgan in there, so the TNA you do see is pretty decent TNA. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, but the porn jokes are hilarious. Oh, and and the Dutch rudder. Okay. <laughs> and the, it was a fairly educational film for me, right? Uh, I didn't know what a Better Dutch Rudder was before a... I watched it. Jason, you got a Lola incoming. The majority yeah. of America didn't know what a Dutch <laughs> Rudder was until they watched that movie. Well. <laughs> Anyways. But, yeah, yeah. No, Jason Mewes was just <laughs> yeah, fucking, He's hilarious. fucking hilarious in that movie. I mean... You think the only character he can play is Jay because that's all you remember yeah. seeing him as? Yeah, he he can actually do other things. A lot but of other things. That character was fucking hilarious. Oh um, god, Lola High. And he played <laughs> he played off of Seth Rogen so well. You know, I, last week I gave her sleepy cheese, which was cheese with a very small portion of uh Whatever that allergy medicine is. We're going to go chloroform next. Jesus Christ. I gave her a sleepy dog today, and that's. I, she's just got that much energy. Uh, uh, if I lean back, she's going to jump up on me. She is. Uh, uh, all right. And Rusty already she... experienced earlier today her climbing on the top of his head and licking the back of his head. Yeah. Yeah. In the back of your ears. Paws on both shoulders, you know, climbing up my back and licking the back of my head. It was weird. I felt like I was being mounted by a dog. It was crazy. Oh my god, dog, serious. But um, no, the 
The All one right. thing, uh, the one thing, one of the people I talked to about the movie said they uh, they were a little bit disappointed at is if, if you were going to be on the set of a Blunt Man and Chronic movie, how could you not bring Mark Hamill back? Ooh. Uh, probably because Mark Hamill cost an arm load. Yeah. Uh, and at that time, Star Wars load, wasn't a big thing. An arm load? If that arm load is like mm, a big arm load. Well, I mean, isn't cock knocker an arm load in and of itself? <laughs> I bet Disney blocked it. <laughs> he got cock blocked. <laughs> by the mouse. That can't be a title, Cock Block by the Mouse. No, you cannot put it on there. No, no. no. I don't feel like being banned by Disney. He's going to write it down anyway. Yeah, he is. It's just banned He'll by Disney. He'll never see the light of Disney day. Disney owns but... everything now. So, uh, um, yeah. But, and to everyone's fanfare, Shannon Elizabeth is back. Okay. Don't I'm... you remember that was a big thing, like in Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah. No. I can't even remember who she no. is. Um, B movie actress. She like she was in American Pie. Sugar tits. That was like her claim to fame. Oh, sugar tits. Pretty much. With a name like Sugar Tits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sugar Tits. <laughs> That's horrible. Come on over, Sugar Tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I remember her now. <laughs> it's funny. He's like, IMDb. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, sugar tits. <laughs> I had to really think about it. <laughs> I'm terrible with names. I, I really am. Yeah, Historically, she, have she, never been able to. Yeah. She was big in the in the early 2000s with, uh, with American Pie, Scary Movie. Mm. Um, she, she was on that 70s show for quite a few episodes. Another episode, or another show that I haven't watched. Yeah. Was that 70s show? <laughs> Man. That dog really does explore with her mouth. Um. Right. Crazy. <laughs> God. See, uh, anyway. Um. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I, if you if you got the chance to see it, congratulations to you because I did not. Um, I didn't either. Obviously, I didn't even know about it. I didn't either. Uh, I do hope it gets a wider theater release because that is one I will figure out a way on to a make DVD. a date night for. It'll be on a DVD soon, I'm sure. If it's not on DVD, it'll be on some. Uh, it'll be available online because I mean I'm sure that. Kevin's not going to make something that only like a handful of people will ever see. Right. So it'll, it'll be available. And as far as I'm concerned, I can wait. I don't necessarily need to be at one of those fucking like super exclusive premiere bullshits, mainly because I hate people. Uh, Fathom's not, not that sort of thing. It's just very limited. Also known as probably not for me. (laughs) If it's limited, then people want to see it. It probably got... Kevin probably set that up because he didn't have a major... uh... Oh, 
Yeah, that explains it right there. He didn't have a major studio for it. You know who produces shit? Who? Saban. Well, what? <laughs> Saban Sa- Films. Sa- Saban. Oh my god. Uh, I, Power I, Rangers. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, Saban's Power Rangers. In, in, yep. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Okay. All right. Really? Yeah. He went with Power Rangers. Yeah, Saban films. Dies. It makes perfect sense, actually. <laughs> Whatever. All right, let's. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, really? Okay, yeah. let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> Rusty, do you have anything humorous or adventurous? Humorous or adventurous? Outside of no, I really, uh, really haven't. I, I spent. Uh, uh, my back is fine now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we knew so, that from last week when he well, cracked your back and you just pushed everything out. He, yeah, well, he, he fixed that, but it was still kind of twingy and stuff. But I, I, like I said, I went to the ch- chiropractor this week and he said, "Now nah, you're good." Um, he hooked me up to the uh, to the electrodes. I I went directly to the maximum setting. I sat there as my uh, batteries were recharging. Uh, and this old guy comes in, he, you know, he gets adjusted, uh, and has to have the, uh, electrodes put on and stuff. And he's like, well, what's he on? And the nurse is like, he's on 60. And I guess the guy had only been able to, to stand like 20 or 25 or something like that beforehand. And he just looks at me and says, you're fucking crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, What? He's like, yeah, I can only handle like 20, 25. The fuck, how are you handling 60? And I'm just sitting there going, twiddle thumbs, like, this is nothing. Apparently, it's like the are, maximum are setting. You, are you talking about the the electrodes or the, the, no, the, the table? No, no, no. The, the electrode, the, the TENS unit or okay. the TENS unit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Last time I went to chiropractor office, yeah. they put that shit on me. Uh huh. Yeah. Their their max was eighty. Yeah. Well, they wanted to go to you know max yeah. out at sixty, but they yeah yeah. Um, I just kept telling her to turn up the dial. Yeah, I I'm sitting there going. She she hits sixty. She pauses. Like, she waits you, for a couple minutes. She's you okay? like, "You are feel you, that? Are you fine?" I'm like, um, kind of. I feel. I kind of feel it. Maybe. She goes, uh, there's 70. It. Do you feel it? Mm, sort of. Sort of. A little bit more. Keep going. She hit 75, and I was like, okay, now it's moving. She's like, you're higher than most you're, people. You're weird. I said, I have a high pain tolerance. I, you got to, before I feel it, it's got to be like. It's, yeah. Yeah, you have to be, be able to my see my muscles jumping. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan of electricity. Um, uh, we've yeah, covered we've, that yeah. already. <laughs> we know uh, you and electricity have not had the best of you know best of relationships. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm fine with being shocked. I'm not. Uh, you are definitely not. Uh, <laughs> now, that said, I've also been on like the the stretch table where it rolls. Through. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'm not yeah, a big fan of those through your muscles. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the stretch table. I maxed but. that out too. <laughs> so I mean, I, I'll be sitting there. It will push me up oh, off yeah. of the table, and they're like, "Are you fine? Are you yeah. fine? No, no. I need to be on this for another half an hour." I feel like I'm titling like, this could... episode "Old Man Problems." Oh, we've I, already been like to the old old problem. I always tell them I could. I could take an hour-long nap on this table. Where are you talking about? <laughs> My loud dog who can't hear. But then again, I've also like gone to a massage therapist and been like, "Kill me!" I mean, give, <laughs> just I'm just like, go go crazy. They're like, "Well, I've got Cindy available," and I'm like. Show me Cindy, and it's like this five foot four chick. No, and I'm like, Cindy's not going to do it for Cindy's me. Cindy's not going to do it. She goes, "Are you sure she's pretty good?" No, no, I don't need the, Cindy. The I need per- Helga. I need I need the person <laughs> everyone is afraid of. I need Helga. And she goes, "Oh, Bob, well, I have David." Uh, it had to be. It had to be a basic name. And, uh, and, uh, who, and who is David? <laughs> David is fucking like six foot five, nearly 300 pounds. I yes. mean, I have to look up into his eyes, which is that's that's saying that's something. saying something. Yeah. Um, uh, considering I'm like six foot four and, and, and good old Dave, he was and, uh, and 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 Dave starts with the those, you know, the, I, I don't want to hurt you. Light shit. I, I really don't, don't want to hurt, hurt you. you. And I'm like, no, dude. I'm going to need you to rape me. (laughs) I asked for deep. I'm paying for deep tissue. (laughs) I want you to try to bruise me. (laughs) I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to. uh, (laughs) Are you sure about this? I'm going to need you to hold me. And I'm in such a way that I'm going to feel it tomorrow. (laughs) And then. He's like, are you sure about this? I just shake my head up and down. He's like, okay. And, and he like, puts his elbow right, right he into He puts my, his elbow right yep. into the middle of my back and puts all of his weight down. And he's like, are is you... that hurting yet? And I'm like, nope, nope. keep going. Yep. I've rearranged your, your spine. <laughs> your ribs are no longer where they used to be. And uh, I'm pretty sure that I got all the way to the bone. Well, uh, you know, I have found that the only massage therapists I really, really trust, uh, and this includes chiropractors as well, yeah. are the ones who actually do sports medicine. Oh, yeah, because they know. They because know. they know. Um, anybody who's played football or any other high high impact I, I, sport. Yeah. You, you're gonna uh, have you're gonna have knows the muscle issues. You're going to have muscle issues, uh, and they under they understand that. They know that you're not afraid of a little pain up front for the giant amount of relief that comes afterward. Yeah, and so those are the only ones I really ever trust, and and that's why I, when I mean that's why when the... I introduced you to my chiropractor, yeah. I said. One, the dude can, is big enough to bend me like a pretzel. Yeah. And two... And he did the same thing to me when my shoulder was bad. Yeah. yeah. And two, he does sports medicine. He knows what he's doing. And, and that's the thing. Not all... 
I'm not to say all chiropractors don't know what they're doing, but there are some that are greater than others. This, the one I'm going to now does as well. So, yeah. I mean, he, he knows exactly, he knew exactly what to hit. And to go somebody in Owasso yeah, or Tulsa in Owasso. Oh, okay. Um, and he, he knew exactly what to hit. He, t- you know, he took a one x-ray, looked at it, said, I know what to target, targeted it. And I mean, considering I had a bulging disc and three weeks later, I am able to put my socks on without pain. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah. that's, that's. Pretty close to magic to me. So in fact, I'm all right most of this. my old man problems lately have been the fact that since Crystal and I took the children in, I can't afford those services any yeah. longer. Yeah. Um, where when, and Weird Rusty way. can attest to this, when he was living with me, I was, I was seeing chiropractor twice a month. Yeah. So. We both were. <laughs> so. Uh, so like right now, I actually have have a disc that's bulging oh yeah uh, at but, the base of my neck right in between my shoulder blades i can feel it but i can't do nothing about it like, doc i need to be put on the rack <laughs> stretch me out so i'm gonna I'm so move forward that's a little been bit. my week yeah back issues back yeah. issues yeah which means i got to play games okay and do that in a bit hey! hey game time games jason what did you play yeah Go right into it, dude, because I've got one game to talk about. <laughs> I've got a little bit right. to talk about, too. So, I loaded up my first little bit of Metro Exodus. Yeah. Um, How good is that? I got about I got about the first three hours in. <laughs> uh, the game's great. Handles well. Um, I just decided I really wasn't in the mood for the dark, the, like, dark narrative, because, you know. It is kind of dark. I mean, uh, it starts out pretty dark. Yeah, it does. When, when I'm in a ton of pain all the time, the dark narrative's not necessarily what I need, so yeah. I felt like I needed a little bit more of a comedic, but South Park wasn't really scratching the itch, so uh. I actually installed and loaded up Saints Row the 4th. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that'll do it. Oh, yeah, that's on Game Pass right now, yeah. Isn't that a... Actually, the third's on Game Pass. I actually have Saints Row 4 on my PC, so I actually installed it on my PC, and I've been you know, since you Steam linking that from from the PC. Yeah. You have go. you thought about using the Xbox beta for your PC? Because there's a lot of smaller titles on there. Yeah, there is. I have. The main problem with that is uh, um, I have to do that on the the tower PC. Um, and I actually tried it with one game. Um, and if it's not one of the smaller independent games that they have on Game Pass, um, you don't have the power. It doesn't really handle it too well. I mean, the seventy-seven do, the seventy-seven Ti does well enough. Uh, or seven seventy seventy seven seventy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The problem is, uh, is that it is old. But it is old. Rusty put a lot of hours on that card before I got it. Well, I'm saying even for um, your Surface. Oh, yeah. You should be able to run a lot of the smaller titles on that. Smaller titles, yeah. Yeah, the indie m- stuff, yeah. A lot of the smaller titles I've already at least played some of and decided I didn't like them. The only one I haven't really gotten into was... Uh, shit. Not Hollow Knight. Um... 
what bloodstained bloodstained yeah. yeah yeah that's the only one i haven't really given a go yet yeah, um, you might like it, you might not. I've been playing Hyperlight Drifter off and on on my Surface. Well, that's yeah. definitely reasonable. Because uh, I got that when Epic had it for free. For free! Yeah, um, yeah. I've got a lot of free games uh, that I haven't touched on Epic. But <laughs> considering I never, uh, uh, never played more than a few hours worth of Saints Row 4 because I rented it... Um, didn't that have the dubstep gun? Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. And the dildo bat. Yeah, that's right. The dildo bat. I thought it was the yeah. dildo gun and the dubstep bat for some reason. <laughs> and then it's got the got the penetrator. Shoot with, dildos at you. <laughs> and then it's got the penetrator, the like the vibrator lamps. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It goes uh, fucking way over the top. It does. <laughs> including superpowers inside the simulation. Yeah, but, whatever. Um that that's been scratching the itch just because it's outlandish, but it's also actiony. So, um, I was feeling more action game oriented, just not with the heavy narrative that Metro has. So, yeah, uh, Metro it, it gets a little bit better, but the first part of it is really dark. Like it, yeah, and I just wasn't in the mood for it. Yeah, the. Uh, well, especially considering the you know the first area, I'm assuming you got to the first outside area, outside of the yeah. city area, the first area yeah. being a big swamp. It really does kind of like drag yeah. you down. Um, the 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 later areas are a little bit better, um, and, uh, and the story does actually kind of pick up a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just when you first get to the swamp, it is just like oh god, it's a swamp. Yeah. You know, so the uh, so really um, been really enjoying that. I was going to say the main thing with the with the PC beta on the Game Pass is I can download most of the games and they'll run at most of them will actually run at like medium settings. Yeah, but they won't run at medium settings while I'm streaming it to the surface, and if I'm playing it off of the PC, I pretty much have to stream to the we surface. We just need to get you a PC upgrade so, is what we need to do. So the... Uh, we need uh, What we need to do is we need to build him a console-sized PC that has all the power that he needs to be able to to stream that shit to the surface. Yeah. I was, say, I was actually watching Linus... Taking over the yeah. li- living room TV is not an option for me. Did you see the, the small form factor build he did? The, the one where he had to basically squeeze it all together... That's the random YouTube hole I got down while I was checking for RAM timing. Yeah, I watched him build that, and I'm like, I don't know how you're going to fit all of it's that like, into this little case. It's, right. and, and it's he's basically like, he, He's basically like putting all of his weight into it, all like 18 pounds of it. And, uh, <laughs> all 18 pounds. And, he uh, is a pretty small dude if you've ever seen him. And, uh, and, and he finally gets the case together, and I said, as he's, you know, like, pressing these things together, I'm like, those fans aren't even going to spin. And he puts, it, he gets it together, and he's like, I don't know if these fans are going to spin. I'm like, oh, that's what I said. And uh, they were barely spinning, and of course they were loud because they're tiny, um, high-speed fans. And he's like, oh, well, I think it could be a little bit bigger. Yeah. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I don't even need, like a like, a micro-build. I just need some, 
I need a build more similar to what we have for the podcast PC in size. Okay. So I can actually put it in my room. It, well, you have my you old know. tower PC, which yeah. was like exceedingly that, stupidly that, big. That tower is massive, but that massive tower, because I also added a fan up top when, yeah, when I put the new card and everything in it, because it's sitting behind the yeah. the entertainment console, um, helps keep the all the components running. Yeah. Perfectly cool. Even even when I'm running a game on the seven seventy, I probably really shouldn't even be running. Yeah. The uh, problem is, is that like, you're you're very bottlenecked. You yeah. need you um, have you have a gaming PC that is about I, eight years old. I can tell you more. running running uh Arkham Knight on medium settings. <laughs> And um, and the 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 PC gamer it, in me is like, oh, you have to deal it, with medium it settings. It, Get... it, it, it didn't like it, so um, I... down. So that's been that's been part of my adventures was figuring out exactly what uh uh what what game I could realistically run and stream to the surface at the same time because. The second I start uh, broadcasting the PC to the surface, six years, everything right, uh, everything kind of, everything kind of bottlenecks because it's using a uh, a good part of the CPU power and the RAM just to do the mirror cast to the surface. <laughs> so <laughs> Linus did a unboxing of it six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> of how, the seven seventy, I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, that's when I bought it. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you ran that for a long time, and realistically, that card still really runs well. I mean, I bought I it for a while, still... huh? I bought it for a while. I know, but I can still. uh uh, I bought it because my 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 previous card. I can't remember what my previous card was, but my previous card is you know, was not able to handle raids, and I said I need a video card so I can raid. Uh, yeah. So that was why I bought it. Um, no, that was your six fifty. Oh, it was the six fifty. That's right. You yeah. got the seven seventy. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I you, had the six fifty yeah, until you I gave upgraded. You, yeah, I gave yeah. you the six fifty originally. Yeah. On this yeah. last upgrade, you gave me the 770. Yeah, that's right. But, I mean, the 770 will still um, will still run uh, Elite Dangerous at high settings. I mean, it's not ultra beautiful, but yeah. it runs it on high settings. Um, it's not bad. It'll run The Witcher 2 on beautiful. Witcher! Witcher! You know. And it runs <laughs> Witcher 3 on medium settings. So it's stretched yeah, the compatibility of that game pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they can run it on a switch now. So <laughs> I mean, that, that actually did come out not, yeah. you know, this week, I think it was, it came out yeah. on switch, but I did, I didn't realize it till I actually installed it. But the version of Saints Row 4 I bought on steam a couple of years ago actually had all of the expansions included. Sweet. <laughs> so you've got some game. So, 
You've yeah, got yeah. you get a you you get a decent amount of game out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm about eighty percent through the primary story and about a quarter of the way through the extra content. For which game? Uh, Saints for Road. Saints Row 4. I got you. Because um, yeah, the extra you content, it actually... Adds it in. Uh, yeah. It peppers it in along the main story. Yeah. So I've always had a problem with that. Because... Um, you like, don't know if you're what you're playing. Exactly. I, I want to know yeah. which one is the vanilla content and which, uh, what well, is DLT. It, <laughs> it does get confusing because, like, um, I hit some of the D- DLC early on. And re- it was uh, Enter the Dominatrix, uh, which what? technically happens after the whole main story thing is finished. So it had story bits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here yet. Uh, that's always a bad feeling in a video game. That's like, oh, I'm not even supposed right. to be here. But also because, you know, this game is so old and... uh, uh I did play halfway through the main story mission on console back in the day. I've been cheating the superpowers because, well... You can. I can. You're weird, but I understand. I mean, super jumping across the entire map is... Yeah. I I never really got into the Saints Row games because of weirdness of... It was all weirdness. Um, that, that's half of the appeal. It's fine for you, I guess. Uh, I was never really a big fan. I, I, I'm with Jason on that one too. I, damn it! Right. I'm gonna sit alone all fucking night here. That's all right. <laughs> well, I, I played another game that you didn't find appealing. I played some State of Decay. Um, well, dicking around with that because zombies. That game's kind of just mindless fun. And if it, for for if you're not going to play it for eight hours straight, it's a very it's a very like cereal breakfast kind of game. It is. It's like here's my you know my honey bunches of oats again, and I can just enjoy it. It's not new. It's not exciting. It's familiar, and it's all right. And that's kind of how I feel about that. It was also on Game Pass, and I could mess with my Xbox and not my PC. Yeah, Sorry. and then. Yeah. I dicked around with some more. Bad. I dicked around with some more bloodstained. Yeah, um, still didn't get very far. I can't. What for the life of me? Like I feel like I'm bad at platformers when I play that game. It, what's the deal with managing your health? Are you supposed to just go back and make potions? Are you supposed to save all the time? Or what's the rhythm of that? So the whole point is to not get hit. Uh, that that's kind of the point. Uh, you can actually just get. You know, you can buy potions uh, or make them, um, but most of the time it is just don't get hit or use a weapon that actually has a lifesteal effect. Okay, that's what I'm missing right now. <clears throat> oh, that reminded me. I did play a couple hours worth of Monster Hunter as well because it's on Game Pass. Oh, you should have let me know. I'm actually um, thinking about picking up Iceborne right I didn't now. even... I didn't even get all the way out of the starter quests uh, just for a simple fact that um, that game is that game is taxing enough on the network that I couldn't stream it to the surface. So I was having to play it in my bedroom and with my neck the way it's yeah, been. Yeah, uh, not going to get a comfortable position there. I, I just I fell off because I was uncomfortable. 
So that's fair. I mean, I like I like the intro. I like the gameplay style, all that. I'm sure I will seriously get into that at some point. Yeah, I'm but... really big into lances and big sword. I bet hmm. there's not a weapon except for the what's the spinny weapon? The, the bow staff thing. The oh the um uh 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 fuck whatever that weapon is is the only one I found myself not gravitating towards. Yeah. The the insect one. Yeah, insect the, wave. Uh, the... Literally insect wave. Is it? Yes. That's the only weapon that I have a hard I time I know with. the first weapon I gravitated towards was the lance. Yeah, it's long sword. Long sword is a little more complicated. I would honestly go um, lance because of the protection. The... What? I never really got into lance I'm, because... I'm, my most upgraded weapons are the lance, and then after I got used to it, the gun lance. So through the, those first couple quests, I found myself gravitating towards the lance and the... Uh, um, the um, the long sword that turns into an axe. I forget what it's called. Oh, the switch axe. Switch the axe. Switch axe. Cool. But that also takes some kind of getting used to. So switch axe. You pick is, two very like lance and in concept is, is easy, easy, but mastering it and getting the move set right and understanding how to strafe with it and how and to charge the timing yeah. and the timing is. Kind of difficult. Switch axe um, is actually one of the most safe. complex, you know, complex move sets there is, because of all of the different, right, you know, combinations but, of things. So you guys will probably hate me for this and think I'm weird, but I was, even though I did, don't have all the move set down perfect yet. I was hitting the timing with both of them, like, right away. You can, and I did, um, when I first started, I, I remember actually picking up the Switch Axe as, uh, you know, as my very first thing, because I was like, oh, well, this is kind of a a mix between sword and board and a long sword, or a sword and board and a great sword, because yeah. I was like, I get the best of both worlds at, you know, at one point. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just th to be able to do the amount of damage that you need to do with a switch axe, you need to be able to get those things swapped out. And uh, it has you, the vials. You have to really work yeah, those but, vials up. Well, and the other thing is you have to kind of get into a, a state where you start off in defensive posture, move to offensive posture. And I think that's where the variety of that weapon comes to play is being able to kind of get in there. And get a good spot to where you feel like you can yeah. do some damage, and then that's kind of like your overdrive no. mode is yeah. max. Because there's not a real good way to maximize damage with it. If you're playing as a off character or somebody who's not taking all the aggression, yeah. you could get in there, charge your vials, and switch to the axe, and do some yeah. damage, then switch back to the sword. Now, because of the agility, I was... Uh, like when I'm just running around the world towards quests or whatever... Mm -hmm. Just for handling, you know, the little piddly monsters that are around. Uh, switching between longsword and the bow, depending on yeah, what I, it is. I, uh, uh, I had... Just because of the agility and being able to get out of the way quickly. I think the, the heavy bow gun was fun for me when I was playing in a group, but was not fun playing solo. I couldn't. Couldn't. There's no way. If you were taking all of the aggression... No, no, it's not meant for that. If you're if you're yeah, getting no. chased, you're fucked. No, you need to have a tank with you if you're going to use the heavy bow gun. So, 
what it was is I started out with Switch X, really f- figured out that Switch X was way more complex than I thought it was. Switched over to Bow and was able to do a fair bit with Bow. But Anjanath actually beat the crap out of me. And I said, screw it. I'm going to basically start back at square one and build for longsword. And then I went, built the longsword, and then was able to wreck Anjanath. And I was like, all right, this is my this is my play style. This is what I play. This is this is how I'm going to beat everything from that point forward. And then when I got to Nagagante, uh Nergagante uh no. pushed my shit in for a while until I realized um that with the longsword, if you hit the right spots, oh boy, he just falls right over. <laughs> so, I mean, when I dive back into it, I'll probably... Uh, oh, I can't wait for you to hit those fucking difficulty spikes, man. Uh, I'll, uh, ex- I'll definitely experiment more, but so far, those were the first two weapons I really gravitated towards, yeah, was you, the lance you, and the switch axe. You get, the, you get to the uh, difficulty spikes, the gear checks... Yeah, so the two big ones that I remember just from the base game is the Anjanath fight and yeah. the Negragante fight. And as soon as and beating them too for the you know for the first time, oh boy, does that feel great! Oh boy, you were like just pumped. I remember screaming at my fucking you know at my TV when I uh, when I beat Negragante. I said, "Fuck yeah!" I love it. This is amazing. I love that fight so much, and I hate that fucking scream so much. I've never hated a dragon more in any game ever. Nergante can just his can suck it. He his scream just like is like nails in a chalkboard to me, and uh, yeah, uh, and, and fighting him, I fight him just to kill him so that I can like say yeah, uh, scream now, bitch. <laughs> He's. Yeah, I fight him out of uh, out of spite because <laughs> uh, especially when you're going into the uh, the elder, you know, if you start, you know, get farther into the game, you fight the elders and then sometimes a Nergagante will show up just to fuck, you know, fuck your day. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, I was I remember fighting an elder Nergagante showed up. I went over to the Nergagante you know, fleed the elder, went over to the Nergagante and beat the piss out of him. Like I went full on fucking rage mode, beat the piss out of him, killed him without him ever actually fucking getting away from me. He's like, Oh, he's going to run away. No, you're not. And then fucking just can just destroyed him, just destroyed him right there. And I'm like, all right, now I can go back to my fucking elder fight now. (laughs) Asshole. (sighs) Let's say I've been playing a little bit of another game. I mentioned it earlier on that I picked up Control. Um, yeah, Control. I say I picked up. I'm borrowed it from John. Yeah. But, you know, that is a definite benefit of uh, having games on disc. Right. So, pick that up. Been yeah. dicking around with that a little bit. I've gotten through, let's see, three boss fights so far. Um, that game's pretty interesting. Uh, it is a lot more on the horror side than I realized, in a really weird way. It's kind of atmospheric, kind of like mind screw. Uh, it's it? absolutely mind screw. Um, there's it's... a voice in your head talking to you through the entire game. Oh well, I mean, okay. Um, 
there's a lot of telekinetic powers and a whole lot of like stuff about the so you're it, the game starts you off in what's called the Fu- Federal Bureau of Control. Yeah. Um it the has old, a lot of in the oldest house. It feels I don't know, like you keep going into basically like your I don't it's like you do a lot of stuff in your head and then kind of come out into the real world. The real world is all sorts of weird and fucked up. It comes across as kind of slightly silent hill in parts. Um it's a game I was not ready for at about midnight last night. Freaked me out a little bit. Um, probably not supposed to, but it seems cool as shit. You have, like, there's a whole lot of items of power, and there's these really cool, like, in typical Rivety style. So you played Alan Wake. Remember how they had the videos and stuff yep. um, in between every episode? Yeah. They're not doing it episodic, but there's a lot of, like, I don't want to, uh, like, callbacks to that style. Yeah. Like, you'll go to a VCR because it's set very in some kind of weird alternate, like, 80s reality. And you run into these videos that talk about different objects of power, and they're all shot very, like, cheesy, like, after-school special. And then there's, like, these other videos, this quirky scientist is explaining how this object of power, which is a 8-inch floppy disk, um, can help people levitate things. Uh, Like, it's really (laughs) weird. Um, but in a good way. I so it's kind I've, of it left a really positive impression. Like I just kept thinking, this world is really mel- well made. This story is it's like it's of, it's not fleshed out yet, but they are pulling you along in a really interesting way. Like to the point of just like I'm probably not going to play it tonight, but like tomorrow I kind of tr- plan on trying to beat this before Outer Worlds comes out. Um. But John said I could probably do it in about 12-ish hours, so I may be able to get through it. But mm. it's – he said he didn't do all the side content yet. But, like, it seems like a really well-made game, and I'm very interested in it right now. Um, I haven't really ran into any kind of weird glitches. I know that on PC it wasn't running so hot. Yeah. I think part of that is because it's a really good-looking game. And I yeah. can <laughs> I can tell, you know, they fudged some settings to get it to work on a PS4 Pro. Um, Because there's a few little bits of graphical muddiness um, to that game. Regardless, though, like the lighting of the game is really stark, really contrasty in spots, really dark in spots. Um, But it runs at a pretty steady 40 or 50 FPS on a PS4. I might be completely wrong. I'm sure there's somebody that's done a video out there that tells. Right. But But either way, um, I've been pretty drawn in and I'm plan on trying to get that finished before the next show especially with me having to rma this board i'll be playing a lot of console for a while well no, at least a week yeah no deep rock galactic for me no destiny 2 for me bummer but i think you've probably been still playing destiny right uh yeah that's really the only thing i've been playing <laughs> anything new um I last I looked, you had almost 90 hours in yeah in two weeks yeah in two weeks that's a lot I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's quite a bit, actually. Um, but, yeah, I've been playing fuckloads of Destiny 2 uh, with the uh, new Shadowkeep. I, I did end up picking up the expansions and uh, and playing through the story. And, boy, uh, I know I'm about a year late, but the whole Cade thing really kicked my ass. Um, the... Um, 
the uh, thing with this with Shadow Keep is it it bring, I mean it brings you back to the moon. I think it talked about this a little bit. Uh, it it's different for me because I played so much of Destiny One and I recognize the moon like the areas. I recognize the areas. They've changed a little bit, but I recognize the areas and they're all kind of laid out very similarly. Right. But, you know, different things are happening with them. So, uh, the, uh, so not even a different part of the moon. Like- no, I mean, there's only the, the one spot in the, in the moon, but, you know, in Destiny Two, you would expect a you know you'd expect the expansion to basically go to a different you know different area, right? Yeah. And and I had to think about this, like you know, looking at it from a you know, from a gamer's perspective. Do I want a recognizable area in a new game, or do I want a whole new area? You know, the 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 neat thing about how destiny and Des- you know and destiny 2 worked is that destiny had a pretty big you know story bit that had to happen with the moon right yeah. you know there's the hellmouth there's you know there's uh there's you know crota's temple and you know a bunch of you know a bunch of like landmarks there right you remember those things now going into it in destiny 2 things su- subtle things have changed Right. And some things have been kind of broken down or, you know, or, you know, not necessarily rearranged, but, you know, there's things that have, you know, definitely visually changed and the enemies have kind of moved to a different mindset. So not it's not just Hive on the moon right now. You know, it's Hive and Fallen because the Fallen of, you know, you know, had seen that the the hive had actually uh, crashed, uh, attacked some of the ships, the fallen ships, and the ships, you know, fallen ships had actually, you know, come down and crashed on the moon in some, uh, certain areas. Right. So there's, you know, additional en- enemies there. Um, the uh, the ongoing thing with uh, Shadowkeep is the fact that there's a couple things that are ongoing. So. Most of the time, you know, with the Destiny expansion, you have a story, you go through the story missions for that story, and then at the end of it, you end up getting, like, some bounties that had to do with that person, and then you go do the raid every, you know, every week, right? And that's pretty much the end of that. Yeah. What they're doing with with Shadowkeep is that they're going, you know, they're, uh, they've got that story... And then, say, like, Eris Morn is, you know, is the character that you, you know, interact with for the moon. She's got a story that that progresses each week. So, you have, uh, you have to do something specific for her each week, and then it progresses her story a little bit further. And then on top of that, the Vex are invading the moon for whatever reason, and it's kind of... It's tied to the raid and what's going on with, you know, with the the overarching story. And I'm not going into the whole story here, but um, the Vex are, you know, seemingly randomly invading the moon. So a portal will open up and they'll drop out. 
and you have to fight them back. Well, that has to do with the events that are happening on the moon and what's going on with uh, the Traveler and the Darkness. And there is an ongoing thing going on in the tower where one of the Vanguard Ikora Ray is uh, has identified a problem in the Vex. There is a Vex mind out there called the Undying Mind, and it's going back to the Black Garden to actually take over the Black Garden. And in the you know in the timeline in which that it succeeds, then it is able to destroy the Traveler and all humans and basically win. So she is building a Vex gate in the tower, which is over the course of time being slowly built in the background. So you can kind of see the world evolve a little bit. Uh, and you go to her, do some bounties, you know, and provide her with Vex parts so that she can actually build it. So it's really interesting as, you know, as time goes on. And that's how, uh, that's how Bungie has uh, has described what they're uh, they're gonna do going forward. Instead of just having you know major expansions, they're going to have a you know a story thread that they're just gonna kind of pull along over the course of you know multiple seasons, uh, which is about uh, about two and a half months or three months or so is is the season. So. I very until I had issues with the PC again, um, had very strongly considered picking it up. I at this point though, like I said, by the time I get the PC build going again, um, that will have passed, and I will be playing something else for a while. And yeah. now I've got a massive back catalog to finish because all my save games are gone. Yeah, well, most of them I fired up Remnant last night. Seeing if no, I've got about twenty five hours of progress lost in that. Bummer. So that's a complete reboot. Um, but that game's not too bad to reboot, honestly. It's it, you know, it's not like you I'm have sure a it'll be unique completely different. weapon. You don't have you you don't have like unique weapons. You may have a unique playthrough, but not necessarily unique weapons. So I mean, you can still, you know, you can still get the hunting rifle, and you can still upgrade. It's just going to take time. Um, now, if for some reason, and it, I, I know it's all cloud saved, but if if so, for some reason my uh, you know my Destiny two character just has decided to go poof, you know my Destiny account goes poof. Uh, while it may not be as hard on me as it would be for somebody who's already played like two thousand hours of it, um, it still would be kind of like a kick in the nuts because goddamn that would be that would suck. Right. Um, yeah. The, uh, the my thing is, I'm just I am kind of a half console gamer. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm a not. And <laughs> right now, I'm just feeling I'm feeling like I have time lost. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it sucks. Um, I I would definitely go in make sure that your cloud saves are set up. On uh, you know, on your on your Steam account. I mean, you listening, you could probably also just double check that. You never know when a hard drive is going to fail, for instance. So, um, 
yeah, check on your, you know, on your Steam saves uh, settings and make sure your cloud saves are, you know, are, are set up and up to date uh, on your favorite games. You know, it might be worth it to do a, a cloud backup, just a manual backup of the files if you need to. Um, kind of surprised you didn't have that already backed up. It's because I have all the games spread across multiple drives. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what happens when you do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I spent uh, so last night actually I spent uh, about ten hours playing Iron Banner, which anybody who's played Destiny, you probably remember Iron Banner. Uh, it is a PvP event uh, in Destiny that is basically Crucible turned up to uh, you know to its uh, maximum because it has light levels are you know affect your gameplay and and whatnot. So considering I'm not necessarily like maxed out, I was really and I don't have really any good PvP weapons to you know to say really yeah I had some really shit weapons and I went into uh, uh, into Iron Banner and. Uh, I'm going to say right now, even if you are not a PVPer, even if you're not at, you know, at the, you know, at the highest light level, but you're still kind of working your light level up to the, you know, to the cap of 950 and even beyond that, really, it is worth it to do Iron Banner. I mean, spend a couple hours here and there because in that 10 hour play session or so, I... You know, I jumped up, I think, about 10 light levels. It seems like more. I want to say it was more like 10 or 15. Because I went from having weapons that were uh, 917, I think. And now I'm up to 940. You know, I wasn't necessarily using the best of, you know, uh, or most upgraded weapons. But I remember now that my... My weapons are now at, you know, 940, you know, uh, power, which is a pretty big jump from one play session, you know, and my, oh, yeah. you know, and the Iron Banner gear kind of looks good. So <laughs> that's my opinion. Not, not many people like it, but I think it looks pretty smexy. <laughs> and I found out that I'm not shit at PVP, and, you know, on, uh, on PC for Destiny. I'm not total shit. I you know um I I think I played about 20 25 matches or so mm. and I was only negative like negative KD ratio uh twice and that's because I got shit on pretty hard and those matches sucked pretty hard but um uh, most of the time I mean I was not only positive, but leading, like doing the most kills. Nice. And I have never PvP'd in Destiny before, you know, Destiny 2. I played a little bit of Crucible in Destiny, but, you know, and so I kind of knew what to expect, but not, you know, PC is a whole new game, right? You know, keyboard and mouse, totally different than, you know, trying to, you know, PvP on a controller. Yeah. I found myself doing way better after doing, you know, uh, a couple of Crucible matches and then, you know, some Iron Banner. Um, I found myself doing way better at that and then immediately went 
to do some, you know, some PVE bounties just to kind of wind down so I could actually sleep. Right. Uh, And found myself doing even better at PVE. I'm like, oh, I'm very snappy right now. I know exactly where heads are. (laughs) And I am popping them heads pretty accurately right now. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying this, but I might be saying this. You should probably play some PvP to get better at PvE. Because <laughs> it does teach you where the uh, where, where to hit your crits. Uh, and to hit those crits consistently. Because that's really the only way you're going to win in PvP. Yeah. But, man, I am having fuckloads of fun with Destiny 2. Um, surprised the piss out of me. Uh because I was going into a, the free-to-play version of it, I'm like, eh, I'll give it a try. Like, eh, I don't really have anything else I really want to do right now, so we'll give this a try, see what it's like. And, man, I went I went, went from 0 to 120, man. I went right balls to the wall to it. Now, I know... It's gets to be pretty grindy after a bit. And, you know, there's some people that are pretty jaded at it, but I'm having some fun. So for, you know, for what I've you know put into it, it would be definitely one of those, you know, go do what I need to do to, you know, for the week. And then I can move on to other games. I'm not going to be one of those people that runs three separate characters through a raid every week. Did that with Destiny One. That sucked so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I was always playing Destiny when mm-hmm. when I was playing it, and I I just didn't want to do that. So, and I know the Outer Worlds are coming. You know, is coming out really soon. Uh, what, next week. Yeah, we're uh, seven days out. Yep. So you know that's you know that's something that's definitely on the be radar. On Game Pass. So I'll be hitting that up. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely on the radar. So I mean, and I'm I'm taking time off so that I can actually play a little bit of that. I don't, I can't guarantee because of the release date for it that we're going to have much to say about it next week. Because we'll just basically have a taste, if that. Um, but uh, boy, am I looking forward to that. That seems like. You know, it's going to, it seems like it might feel a little slow after playing Destiny, but uh, I'm definitely into it. I really kind of want to see it. Oh, yeah. And, and and for the price of Game Pass, it's a no-brainer. No-brainer. So with that, do we want to take a quick break? Sure, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Yes, we are. I was trying to think of something to say, and I just nothing came to me. We had a fairly uh, hefty yeah, break. Yeah, we, we did. Some, we yeah, did. we we were talking and talking and talking and talking and playing with the dog because the dog is super cute, super cute. She yeah. is. You know, it's funny because like as it's been getting colder, like I'm a full grown ass man, mm-hmm. and 
I find myself snuggling up to the dog while I'm not awake. Aww. And so I wake up and the dog's curled up next to my chest. And it's like, man, she is really warm and it is really cold outside of my bed. This feels really comfy. <laughs> and she doesn't want to move either. She's of like, oh, I'm comfy too. She's she's like, yeah. And I'll wake up and I look over and the dog's also laying on the pillow. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're pretty much, yeah. You're, you're. I pampered the shit out of this animal. Yes. That's okay. Um, that comes with. There's a lot of a lot of trial and error with having a special needs dog. Yes. Um, she's not. She's just very visual. Yes. And what very visual animal and playing a lot of video games is a really interesting experience. As she definitely tells you what she likes and does not like. Right. Uh, she does not like very close up pictures of things. I, I started playing a. Very, very shortly, uh, World War Z, because it's on Game Pass, I just wanted to fire it up, and uh -huh. I just realized very quickly it's a very much a co-op game. Right. That's like playing Left 4 Dead solo, so that wasn't as yeah. fun. Um, but that has this big picture of a zombie that shows up that just very slowly, like, or, you know, it like flickers or something every now and then. Uh-huh. And it takes up my whole TV. She really fucking hates that. <laughs> It's not supposed to be that big. Yeah, she she really doesn't like that. She really didn't like character select screen in Destiny. Right. Um, she's very opposed to that. She's very opposed to every time I pull up the paper doll for Destiny. Yep. Um, anytime there's a humanoid figure on the screen, whether it be somebody behind a drum kit or a game character that's not like... I was playing a platformer and she was barking at the screen as I was jumping. <laughs> You know, like I don't talk about all the random ADD games that I'll play in between something as I'm kind of getting engaged. Right. Like think of it like warming up for a race. That's kind of how it is with me. Like I was playing a remnant. I was talking. I don't know if I was talking about this on the show or not, but I don't have cloud save for it. So you got to load up the paper doll. She hated that. She really hated the monsters. Um, she after she saw the monsters, she had less of a problem with the humans. Yeah. Um, so she'll just sit there and she's not quiet. She, you're hearing like Lola at thirty percent off show. Yeah, uh, uh, they are. She's pretty loud. Yeah, so she gets yeah. And then what she does is she, my other dog will bark with her when she gets going. And so I've got one dog barking, and then I got her barking. And I'm just like, shut up! I just want a game for like twelve. You can't pause remnant. <laughs> no. So like I died in the fucking intro area. I was just like, oh my god, guys, you guys gotta quit. Yeah. So, you know, then I go back to something that's like super turn-based or something, or at least in single-player mode. And I didn't know this, but if you put yourself in offline mode with uh, State of Decay 2, that is a totally possible game. So, um, just word of the wise, uh, one of the big reasons I was playing so much is I could literally just pause it whenever the dog started acting up. Nice. Nice, so, yeah. yeah. Same thing with Dark Devotion and, you know. You know, most people have that problem with kids, but... Uh, I mean, She's... I mean, I, I don't. She's not nearly as expensive as a kid. Well, um, no, and, you know, I can't communicate with her nearly as well as I can a kid. But she is uh, needy. Um, she needs to be by me all the time. Um, she's adorable, and she likes to sleep in the bed with her parents. So I guess she's just way hairier than a kid. <laughs> and she used to poop on the floor. Well, you know, there's that. But you know, I'm I'm actually past that, which is. I steam cleaned the carpet one time, and I guess that erased all semblance of that. So, well, good. And as long as she doesn't do it again. Well, yeah. Perfect. The biggest, the biggest obstacle there is just getting the smell out, because that's what they choose their spot by. Yeah, 
Yeah, so. I steam cleaned the shit out of the carpet a few weeks ago, and I have not had a mess since. Yeah. She's uh, she's even holding it when I'm at work, which is crazy. But well, this, I'm so, this is how pathetic I am. I come home at lunch, and scratch a couple of dog bellies, eat whatever leftovers I have, and then go back to work. I let them outside at lunch. So these... And that's not a I, short distance either, so... Yeah, I get about 18 minutes. That's how much time I get wow. for my lunch because I run home, let dogs out. I throw something in you know, the microwave or the uh, air fryer. And then while that's cooking, I let the dogs out to do their business and give them dog scratches. So I am a... I feel like I'm an incredible dog dad to my animals. Yeah. I pay a lot of fucking attention to them. Yeah. They affect everything I do, honestly. Well... She's super cute, so we'll, we'll we'll keep her around for a mascot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when she settles down a little bit, we can have both mascots in here. Yeah, that'd be nice. The other one's way quieter. The the other one is way quieter, and normally just likes to sleep in a corner there over there watching, and listening to us. Yeah, I th- Do- Zoe talks. Zoe does. Yeah. Um, Zoe just and sometimes Zoe doesn't even have to say anything. All she has to do is just look at you, and you're like, uh, "That's what I was supposed to do." I'm sorry. I mean, just like when you walked in here, yeah. and then she gave you that. It's not a anxiety bark, but it's like, "Hey, yeah, hey, hey you I, need to come visit me because what the hell? I, I haven't seen you in a week, so right. uh, let the new th- hotness away for a second and <laughs> come over here." <laughs> right. She's out there all sad. She's out there taking a nap. Yeah, she sleeps a lot. She's old. And now she found a way to make that make noise. Yeah, of course. See, I told you she would. So, um, Jason. Yeah. It's a so, new section. News. It is. Eat the news. Um, and leading things this week, um, this is a couple days old, but after just a week after announcing a launch event for Overwatch on the Switch. Oh, this. Oh, God. Blizzard canceled the launch uh, <gasps> because of everything going on did they say if it was officially because of that or is that because of the twitter it was because of uh well the the story that i read had to do with the protests that there was protests planned for this launch event and they said no well we're not going to have it if there's going to be protests so basically they basically what what happened was uh they basically got bombarded on twitter with you know, boycott Blizzard and stand with Hong Kong hashtags. I wonder how Japan feels about all this. Um, Why? Just because of all the gaming companies that are in Japan. Well... And they're way closer to the issue than we are. I mean, geographically, at least. uh, I know Japan's government is vastly different than China's. Well, yeah, but... Very, very similar to ours in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's, um... I... I imagine that they have a very similar working relationship with the Chinese, uh, you know, the Chinese area, you know, just the Chinese trying, area. You try, well, you know, in China and in then the China. Hong Kong, China, China, um, God, that Cheeto, um, the, uh, China and then Hong Kong and, and the, the whole region really, um, I'm sure that they have a very similar working relationship with them. Just basically the uh, don't piss them off or try to you know, try to accommodate for uh, the Chinese censors just to just so that they can be in that market outside well, of I can, that. I can tell you Japan is definitely not blocked from us. China is. Yeah. Well, you know, where my Japanese people's at. 
And uh, <laughs> the um, the thing is with uh, with the with the Blizzard boycott thing. Yeah, I, I mean they kind of they made it. They 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 did the, they made their bed. Yeah, they kind of stepped into that themselves. Yeah, uh, they they took the massive pile of shit and then they rolled in it. Yeah, uh, I'm still <laughs> I'm of this exact same opinion I was last week when we talked about this yeah. that I don't well. Now, the, part of this is just because of circumstances, but I made an active decision to not install any Blizzard games for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's a very personal thing for me, but just based on everything else, I'm just not going to give any attention until things kind of – until they fix some of this. Yeah, and boy, I feel like I see... it's fixable, but it's just – Well, they they made some steps – to try to fix it from what I understand and I'm not I'm not hundred percent up on it. Um but what I understand that they they did make some concessions as far as like the uh the ban for the player. Um uh I'm not sure about well, the casting with China. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we still want your money, China. So so basically they're just doing a kind of like a compromise thing, but the whole it wasn't it it's not the compromise. It it really isn't anything. Any event that they do after that to try to lessen the PR effect isn't going to work, mainly because they already made the stance. And instead of going full reversal, they did a compromise, which is still it's not going to well, be good enough at all because they're still made the stance. And uh... so, pretty much nothing they can say or do at this point is going to be any good. Well, not only that, but I mean, if if the industry learned anything from No Man's Sky, it's that once the rage starts, it's hard to stop. Well, I mean, on the same note, though, No Man's Sky was able to turn it around. Uh, It's just for once with Internet Rage, this is one of the things I'm pretty okay with. Yeah, I mean, if they... Joining in with the rage on this. Yeah. Wasn't as really as, with it with, you know, like as much of the bad press was like basic games. I say basic like Andromeda, I think, kind of got an unfair shake. Yeah. it's I think especially looking back on it. And then Anthem kind of deserved it. Uh, well, it does deserve but it. But it doesn't deserve like the vitriol, but it just didn't deserve to be bought. Right. Fallout yeah. 76 had some very legit issues. But. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't deserve a lot of the mm. extra dog pal. No, I think it deserved everything it got. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I don't. I don't completely agree, but that's me and you. Yeah, well, and I've got a story to back some of that up. Yeah, too. you're a, you're a Fallout fanboy, so I'm 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 taking that into account. I mean, you are the Vault Boy, so <laughs> I mean, it is all our opinion. Uh, we share our opinions around the table, so we can leave that at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other news, uh, it was announced this week that Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 has been delayed. Really? That's that's actually okay, though. Um, it will still launch in, in 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, however, they have not officially set a... That's fine. Take whatever state. time you need, because the, the last thing that they need... Is to have that you know that game decide to or come out and be shit. I mean, yep. that's going to destroy them. But uh, yeah. considering 
that is going to come out and then Cyberpunk's going to come out. Holy fuck. Or we're going to have some, you know, some uh, you See, know, for some me, it's open world RPG shit going on. Wasteland right. 3 is also planned to release spring now, 2020. Yeah, well, I mean, we've so got... So for me, that's three... I For me, the ranking on that goes Cyberpunk, Wasteland, then Vampire. But well, I don't have the history with that as you guys do. Uh, I, I kind of want to see what the uh, the vampire game comes out as, you know, what it's like. Because uh, the original is a cult hit. Uh, I haven't played it, but it's I, I know that it's a cult the hit. The original was actually very a very, very solid game. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't played it. I mean, it was that was not in a uh, era that I was actively looking for, you know, for that type of game. But that, you know, that said, I I kind of interested after having played the tabletop. Kind of interested to see how they, you know, how they work that in, uh, and how uh, how it plays, though. The thing is, is I hadn't heard anything. Like, I had not heard any news about that game for uh, at least a couple months. Yeah, it's been a while. It was just radio silence. And I'm like, well, is it coming out? Did it get canceled too? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, And then they come out and said that it's going to be delayed, and that's fine. (laughs) You mean, if if you've got nothing to say... If you don't start a hype cycle, then you already know you've got some issues that you need to take care of. So at least they did that. I mean, can we can we acknowledge that at least that they didn't start their hype cycle and then say that's true. Uh, well, we need a, a, another half a year. Tis true. So we'll give them that. I mean, most definitely. I, I will. I mean, most people. Yeah. So, uh, um, was, did you guys have any news you wanted to bring up before I yeah, talk some I was going to, we talked about, uh, Fallout 76 again. Yeah. And I was actually waiting to play it again oh, for this big update. Boy. There was a, and I'm going off a press release from Bethesda that says, this is the first for this game. We don't feel like it's in a, spe- a place where we want to release it yet. Huh. Give us more time. What? And we're going to release it in a few months. So they, on actively work, the big update being the one where it basically turns into a Fallout game. Oh. With okay. Quests attached to NPCs and permanent NPCs in the world and all that other stuff. You know, like a full game. Um. So after this, I feel like it's just a, an experiment that just went wacky. It um, did. But there's a lot of th- cool things about that game that once it has a narrative tied tighter to it, I think will play out a lot better. Does it really? I So, all your reservations aside, okay. I'll speak to it after it releases, but it also gives me, I was going to play it this month before Outer Worlds and it didn't release, and then I started digging until I found out the, found the announcement that kind of explained what was going on. But yeah, they basically said, we don't think it's going to release this year. Um just because we don't have it where we like it and we want to release a better product. So, and then, you know, even in the release, they go back to saying, hey, we realize we really undershot the mark with selling this game without the narrative that people would normally expect from the Wasteland. And what they're doing is they're saying, 
as far as bridging the narrative so that it makes sense for the game. They're saying that the first settlers get out got out of the vault and essentially established humanity, so to speak. Uh-huh. And so this is part of that establishment. So that way it fits the narrative a year later after people have exited the vault um, to make sense as as to why now they're NPCs. Huh. Okay. Well, that's f- fine. How many people are actually playing this game? <laughs> Me, Trent, and Casey Cross. Okay. And <laughs> you are the only three on the internet. No, the, um, no we're not. There's so this didn't really get the shit shit on nearly as much as some of their other stuff. Well, uh, so Fallout seventy six, it's an easy pass for me because you know, yeah, it's was it was a it was a shit show. It still kind of is a shit show. Um, what they do, what they are going to do in the meantime is add more stuff to the store because I mean, more microtransactions. Why not? Um, as far as that kind of stuff goes, um, you don't need any of that stuff. It doesn't matter. I mean, we can go to the Destiny microtransactions. That's fine. You can. I'm just saying there's not any difference between that and a shitload of... I mean, Gears has microtrans. You can spend thousands of dollars in Gears and it's still a good game. It's just some people like skins. The thing about the Destiny stuff is... I mean, I looked at the... I looked because... I mean, if you've got a storefront, I'm going to look at it. Uh, and uh, I didn't realize the silver was that expensive. The only thing I would buy is I've, I've actually several times considered just buying Shadowkeep and the expansion pass. Yeah, the 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 expansion pass or the the uh, the season pass is worth it. it. My from my from my play style, it gives me something to do. You know, and give you know, in Destiny, you know, having a bunch of things to do is really fun. Um, but as far as the microtransaction model, I mean, I was not a big fan of the Eververse when it first came into the Destiny One, which right. is you know, which is their uh, their microtransaction storefront. Um, wasn't a big fan. Uh, tried out like maybe five dollars worth of you know worth of things and found that it was really not all that worth it. Uh, what I found for the Destiny 2, and I'm just from the couple weeks that I've been playing, uh, is that every week you you can actually earn Bright Dust, which is a cur- uh, currency that's earned from doing um, bounties and strikes and things like that. Um, and you can use that Bright Dust to buy stuff from the Eververse. And it's, it's you know, it the stuff that's available for Bright Dust is a curated list of the stuff that is also available for silver. So you don't have to spend silver to get most of the stuff. I mean, there's some stuff that you won't be able to get unless you buy it with silver. But a lot of the stuff that people really care about, like sparrows, ships, uh, weapon skins, um, shaders to a lesser extent, uh, transmat effects, things like that, all of those things will eventually come through the store for in-game currency that you can earn. So as far as Zeroverse and Destiny 2 is concerned, I have zero issues with it because you don't have to buy the silver. Right. Um, yeah, and the in-game option for that, to, you know, to be able to earn it in-game 
that's that's the key difference for me. Uh, if you put a storefront that you don't get to earn, or if you put a storefront in there and a currency that you can earn but at like a snail's pace, those are two you know, like cop outs and in a bad way. You know, shouldn't happen. It, you know, you should be able to put a decent amount of time in and get a decent reward. That's it. <clears throat> I can agree with that. Um, anything else before I start talking upcoming games? I don't really think so. Uh, what do we got coming up to keep us too busy next month? <laughs> so, bev- before this month ends, uh, for the Earls of the World, WWE 2K20 uh, comes out on 22nd, so yeah, in just a few days. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare reboot and oh, the boy. Outer Worlds both come out on the 25th. Call of, the latter I'm way more excited about. Yeah, Call of Duty oh, yeah. I, I heard get some, uh, you know, got some hate too and a lot of people uh, canceled pre-orders for it. Yeah. So I'm not 100% on the price. I'll or probably on the cost. still check it out at some point, but I'm not jumping on it right away. I've not really jumped on a Call of Duty in years now, so... Yeah, it was Advanced Warfare was the last one. Yep. Um, Death Stranding comes out November 8th. Oh, hey, Kojima, please fuck my mind. Um, uh, and then you have <laughs> Star Wars Fallen Order on the 15th, along with fans of the franchise, Pokemon Sword and Shield come out. Sword and Shield! I've uh, got Shimu 3 on November 19th. We've got Dead Island 2 eh. at the end of December, along with Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2 is probably more my I'm speed. Way more excited about Phoenix Point that comes out um, in December. Is Fe- it? And Mech Warrior 5. Well, Mech, for- Mech yeah. Warrior 5 for sure. Um, Phoenix Point is something that I'm going to play, though it is more of a game that you would like. Uh, I played the XCOMs, and I can say that I got my enjoyment out of them, but it's not necessarily my chosen game type. Yeah. And then, uh, last but not least, towards the, uh, towards the end of December... You also have Pillars of Eternity to Dead Fire coming out. Did Dead for Fire what? F- for what? All that... platform. Because it's been out on PC for a year. Yeah. Uh, oh, then it must be an Xbox One and PS4 release. So that would make more sense. Showing me. Yeah. I've got a list that shows me games, but not platforms. So. Yeah. Apologies there. Well. Definitely, you know, a load of games coming out in the next uh, couple months. Uh, For sure, going to be playing Fallen Order when it comes out. Because there's gameplay footage of Fallen Order available on the internet right now. uh, And it's got a fucking smooth-ass frame rate. And it looks pretty good. Pretty good indeed. It looks like a, you know, it's a, a Souls like. From what I heard of Fallen Order, uh, it's going to have the same, you know, you <coughs> die to an enemy, you have to go defeat that enemy to get your experience back. 
you know, kind of mechanic. Uh, And the droid that kind of, you know, you you wear as a backpack is your Estus flask um, because it'll heal you. It has a healing item of some sort. Um, Has lock on just like Dark Souls does. Uh, And enemies work based off of like a movement timer. So you can kind of do counters and do one hit kills and things like that. Um, but the game looks really, really cool looking. Uh, and any time that I can get a good tactical, uh, you know, lightsaber game, holy fuck, man. Like it's, it's what we wanted from, you know, like, you know, uh, was it Force uh, Unleashed? not for, uh, Force Unleashed was more of like a God of War of fucking, you know, Star Wars games is, uh, uh, Jedi Academy. Oh yeah, yeah. Back you know, back in the day, you know, where you had you know, where you could do yeah more tactical lightsaber I, battles. I think a lot of that, it, those games with the um, Jedi Knight and Jedi Academy were just um, the the tech wasn't there. Yeah, really. it wasn't. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking at like uh, fucking uh, what was it late nineties? That was. Yeah, that was, um, why am I having Half-Life time? Yeah, Yeah, Half-Life. You know, right around the, you know, right around the time of Half-Life. Yeah. My brain just, just took a shit just then. I'm like, what's that game? It's really, it's really popular. It's been out for a while. Everybody's played it. Uh, 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 fucking, you know, Pac-Man. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, definitely going to get my hands on, you know, the Outer Worlds, of course. Uh, and man, I have to kind of pick one more because, damn, <laughs> there's not going to be much time left in the year to be able to get through much more. Uh, I think I think there is. I just think it depends on what you play. I think. Well, I'm kind of really addicted to Destiny 2, so well, you can just play try that. To work out working I, these games. We may in not between. end up getting through everything, just to be honest. But I think yeah. I plan on playing um, Phoenix Point, I, Outer Worlds. Those are my two for sure. Um, I may get through Death Stranding. I don't know. I want to play Death Stranding. I'll I just get don't through Control, it. and I'll get through. I may get through. Mech Warrior or Fallen Order. I just don't know which, and I don't know how long Outer Worlds is going to take me to get through. And if I end up really liking Outer Worlds, I may be stuck on that for like a month. Yeah. No, and I that could push everything else back because I'm trying really hard to not get huge games back to back to back and just queue up. Right. You know, you got to have some something to break up the, uh, the, the big, you know, uh, big things here. So I, I'm probably going to play the outer worlds on my you know on my week off i've got one more week of vacation coming is up is that part of pc game pass uh yeah that's uh, pretty I've, cool i've got it uh i've got the preload of it how big was the preload the preload's not big it's not big at all it's all it is is just basically save you know allocating space i guess i'm it. not worried too much because destiny only took me like eight minutes to download it and it won't take up much space at all on that, you know. Like I'm not even kidding. Team. Like I'm getting like 
five to ten gigs a minute on the speed that I got here. I know, and you are able to write to your M.2 pretty quick. Yeah, uh, way faster than I can to the other. You were bottlenecked by your uh, your internet connect or your uh, write speed, not your internet connection. Now you're bottlenecked by your internet connection, which is a good thing to be. Uh, so, <clears throat> so yeah, there's. Yeah, there's quite a bit of game coming out. Uh, we're we're going to try to di- divide and conquer, but we all have our vices, and right now my vice is uh, I'm going to play Destiny 2 probably for the next three days. My vice is limited <laughs> by my motherboard, and so if the motherboard's not here by the time that Outer Worlds comes, it'll be on an Xbox game. Uh, Yeah, you should be fine. Should be fine. We're We're, we're going to hold out some hope. Because it doesn't take, it didn't take me very long. But then again, remember when we, uh, when I had to actually RMA that one board? Yep. It only took like a week. Yep. So the their turnaround time is fairly quick. So hopefully you have a similar turnaround time. Well, All Jason, right. where can you find us now? Find us on Stitcher. Uh, what? Your wow! Uh, Spotify and iTunes. Rate us, review us there. Uh, find us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com/slash/tiltcast, and our YouTube channel is YouTube.com/slash/realtiltcast. Yep, and you should find some friends of the show. You should find um, our friends John and Boston on Pupcast. You should find yeah. some other friends of the show. Um, Noquarters.net. BMFcast.com and TVGP.tv. They also do the pubcast. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right.